Oh, man. All right. I, I have been itching, itching, just oh, so ready to record this episode. These past five days have been so slow because I've been extremely excited to just get this episode recorded and just let out my excitement that I've had built up for the past five days. Um, so you guys, <laughs> um, you guys know what you did and we're going to talk about that. So without further ado, let's start the show. I, I still, I, I, I still can't believe this. This is insane. You guys are insane. Thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Welcome to this glorious, glorious, absolutely beautiful episode of Adventure Cast, the podcast that revolves around AQW and everything AE. I am your host, Lanky, and I am. I don't even know where to begin. Where, where do I begin with this? This is. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, I, uh, over the past five days, have just exploded uh, in the Adventure Quest world's Twitterverse and on YouTube. And you guys uh, seem to love, absolutely love, Adventure Cast Episode 1. You guys think it is... It was received so well, I I had no idea that that, that, that was going to happen. Uh, I am going to... You know what? Here, let me break it down for you. Let me let me tell you kind of the timeline of what happened and how it kind of played out uh, for me. So on May 2nd, I had uploaded AdventureCast Episode 1. And now going into this, recording it, I didn't think anything at all would ever come to this. I, I'm doing this because I enjoy it. I'm doing this because I like to talk, you know? It might be annoying to some people hearing me talk for 45 minutes or or what have you, but I enjoy it. I, I, I enjoy having conversations. So I'm like, you know what? I, I, I'm not seeing anyone else do this. Like I said in the first episode, I, I don't know of any other Adventure Quest World's um, podcasts. Uh, there, there, might, there was one, but it doesn't exist anymore. So... As far as I'm concerned, I'm one of the only ones doing it, and which which is great. And and if that's wrong, and if there is someone else doing it, please let me know so I can give credit where credit's due. I don't wanna I don't wanna take that and uh, it not be mine. But I recorded it, and I was pretty satisfied with it. I you know I always try to take pride in everything that I create, uh, and that one I was I was happy. I was like, you know what, this is an, this is a, an experiment. Let's see. Let's just do this. Upload it. You know, if it's received well, great. If it's not, it's whatever. I'm still gonna still gonna do it because I enjoy it. So I upload it, and just like you do when you make art or uh, a video or anything in Adventure Quest, right in the community, and you post it to Twitter, you, you'll tag people, right? So I tagged. Uh, let's see exactly who. I tagged. I tagged uh, Ray. I tagged Artix, Artix Entertainment, Artix Support, Alina, Dage, J6, Adam, 1A1, and Lay. Those were, uh, oh, and, and my other account myself. So the, the 10 people total, nine people not including myself. So I tagged them. And at, th at this point, it's uh, around probably like 2 p.m., right? And I work overnight. So I have to sleep during the day and I'm up all night working. Um, so I upload it. And I, I charge my phone, set my alarm to wake up later, and, you know, it sucks my bed, and I'm going to sleep now. Uh, and all of a sudden, I hear one or two notifications go off. And I'm like, okay, 
right? You know, some people are, that's cool. It's getting a little bit of traction. That's awesome. I look at it. Thank you guys so much for checking out. Reply, you know, all that good stuff. And then all of a sudden, I get another notification. And I see that Alina quote tweeted my tweet of the of the podcast and said, checking this out now, shared the link with Artix and the team. Looking forward to hear what you think. Great idea. Okay, so keep in mind, I'm in like a like a daze. I'm half asleep kind of. I roll over, look at my phone, see that. And I'm like, huh? What? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? This can't be real. This this is me? No, this is not happening right now. Someone, I must be dreaming. I look at it and I'm like, I, I start getting excited. You know, I, I wake up. I'm like, oh, no way. Oh, this is so cool. And then, and then it hits me. I'm like, oh no. Oh God. Oh geez. No, 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 no. This is, oh no. I start like, ah, like freaking out. Kind of like, what are they going to think? Because, you know, I gave my honest opinions on, on, on stuff in the game, you know, some constructive criticism. So, you know, it, 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 it you never know how people are going to take that. Right. And I did it to this massive game, and so one of the the developers and the social media manager, whatever, they they are seeing it. So I'm like, oh no, this this is okay. You know what? This is an experiment. Let's see how this happens. So I reply to her, no way. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and sharing with the rest of the team. I think this is something the AQW and AE community could benefit from. It opens the floor for honest discussions, good and bad. It will let us talk about things we might not like about the game and things that we love about the game. Because we all share the same appreciation for a game we all grew up playing. Okay, so a basic thank you, right? And I appreciate you for checking this out kind of thing. So I, I lock my phone, I put it down, and I try to go back to sleep with a huge smile on my face. Um, the next thing that happened, I did not expect. I am no longer able to sleep because my phone is constantly going, ding, boom, bing, boom, bing, boom, you know, just all these notifications, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am blowing up right now. My phone is, I could, I could not, lay there for 30 minutes without a constant tone of just do 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 you know and i'm like no way this isn't happening um so it turns out alina started live tweeting me as she's watching the video right so she's listening to the podcast and throughout the whole like 45 minutes of that that episode you know she's tweeting me talking about it answering questions that i had in the video live on twitter I'm going to run through our whole tweet thread, and I did ask her if I could share this in this video to kind of prove a point that if you, d you might not like something or disagree with some things, that you can always find common ground through conversation and understanding. Because there's always two sides to every story, so it's always good to hear the other side to be able to find common ground um, through dialogue. So that is what I did, and I'm going to go through the Twitter thread uh, right now, she's at about 13, this was the first tweet, she's at about 13 minutes and 30 seconds in, really solid so far, good points, and well thought out, you definitely got a voice for this. And at this point, I'm like, oh no, like I know exactly where she is in the video, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, she's almost at the part where I start kind of critiquing it, and I'm like really nervous at this point, right? I'm laying, in, I'm sitting in my bed with my phone in my hand, like, oh my god, this is nuts, but let's let's do this. 
And I said, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen and give me real-time updates. It's reassuring to know that my thoughts and opinions on a subject are being heard. I genuinely, genuinely, excuse me, enjoy AQW, and if I see something that I don't agree with, I think the best thing is to talk it out. She then replied, 100% agreed. I've always preferred a mix of both positive and negative feedback. We need to know both to better shape where we take the game next. And I'm like, great, that was that was awesome. She she understands. She heard me. So that that was very reassuring to wow, like they are actually, you know, hearing me out right now. So that's that's awesome. She then said, even though the end I started okay, at this point I started talking about um like the um the the uh adventure coin um bonus packages right how i said like there's so many posts about it like they constantly remind you like oh adventure coins uh, that kind of stuff she said even though the end dates are in the design notes and on the website uh those frequent posts this time around were an experiment to see if we get fewer support tickets compared to previous bonus end items so that was interesting to get a response on that she also were talking about when i was talking about the art in the game how uh, they're focused more on releasing the art than the release itself, right? I was responding to someone else's tweet. I was talking about what they said and kind of bouncing off their uh, point of view on that. And she said, art points are heard as well, though that's always a delicate balance to strike in terms of development scope and player happiness. Creating and releasing game art gives players something to log in and fight for while the dev team is working on building new story updates, features, and the mobile game. Not to mention, we have a really great crew of talented artists itching to put out more of their f more for their fans and followers. In terms of scope, it is, in all honesty, faster and simpler to release art to give players who like something to fight for while the devs and coders are working on their projects, which most of the time always takes more time to build and break more behind-the-scenes code. And, I, and, you know, I had never thought of that before, right? Like, it, it's such a simple... When you break it down, it's such a very simple understanding. Like, wait a second, what am I saying? Like, these people are making a whole game and releasing every single week. That's not easy. Like, why don't you go try and do that kind of thing? I know that's a very basic response, but it, it, it's true. Like, okay, you go try and do this. That's very, very hard. So I said, that's another thing I never considered. It's better to give the player something to work towards while the devs work on bigger projects for the game rather than give nothing at all. She then responded, that is exactly why I'm answering. We have solid reasons for everything. You asked, the universe arranged things, so I heard them, so answers for you. It's like a random AMA, but based on your podcast. I then said, I'm glad the universe arranged things so my questions could be heard. I've never participated in an AMA before, but I'm glad my podcast engaged this conversation. This is fun. Alina then started talking more about the AC reminder post because we were still in that general... She then started talking a little bit more about the AC post that I mentioned before. She said, I understand the points about all the AC reminder posts. It's one of the less great things about real-time social media feeds. If you don't check Twitter or Facebook often, you'll miss them. And in the past, we've had a fair few complaints about people not knowing bonuses have ended. Which, that's that's like an... I'm so stupid. Like, that's another thing I never really thought about. Um, people not just, just missing it. I never... Uh, 
man, I look dumb. I never thought about that. And I said, that makes total sense now. And I understand it completely. It's good to hear the other side so I can have a better understanding. She then replied, I hadn't planned to do this today, but I think it's very valuable dialogue to have. And I'm glad you got the ball rolling. And that is exactly what I want this podcast to do. And it's happening. It, it, it happened, man. It was like a lightning in a bottle, and I, and I still I still haven't come down from that excitement high, really. It's, it's amazing. I replied to that tweet saying, I appreciate you reaching out and talking with me and giving me the other side. I now have a better understanding and will remember this conversation next time I chat about something like this. Alina then responded, I'm happy too. Your feedback's well thought out, and I had the time. Aside from Alina just live tweeting me, which was awesome, and people were like, dude, this is crazy. This is awesome. Like, whoa, like they couldn't believe it that we were just having all these uh, discussions and it was really, really cool. I got so many replies to this tweet. It has 107 likes, 14 quotes and 32 retweets and like so many comments. I got people. That's insane for me. Honestly, I got people saying, you know, watching it now. I wish this was around back when I made AQW content. Great stuff. All these, all these compliments. And it was received so well. People are saying I enjoyed this podcast while farming. It makes the game more interesting by now after listening to the cast. Great job, guys. And thank you for your service. And then so many people helping me. I I, I talked in that episode about cryptocurrency and NFTs. People are sending me links to all this stuff. It, it's it's insane. I, I'm learning so much from this. It's it, it, it turned out to be such a learning process and I'm gaining so much information and it's all thanks to you guys. I, I can't, I don't know, man. I thank you guys so much. Hikari said rad stuff. I've been waiting to do, or I, excuse me, I've been wanting to do an AQW podcast for some years, but didn't get the chance to do it since I became a dev last year. Nice to see someone finally doing it. I would love to have Hikari on to be interviewed. There's so many, I also, excuse me to interrupt myself. I also got so many people giving me suggestions on people to interview. So I got to start setting that up. I got some networking to do, man. So I said, thank you for checking it out. Maybe we can work on getting you on to chat if you're ever available. So I am going to try to plan to have a car on when he is available. It's, it's so great, man. I just, I'm looking at all these comments just with a huge smile on my face. I couldn't be more happier with the way it was received. May 2nd is when I created this account. Or May 1st or May 2nd. I posted on May 2nd. So let's say May 2nd till right now it is right now it is May 7th. From then until now, I'm at 100 I I'm at 129 followers on Twitter. I blew up so fast, and now I'm at 88 subscribers on YouTube, 730 views on the first episode of AdventureCast. What? I'm like a nobody, dude. I'm some random guy that is making these, and it was received that well. 82 likes, absolutely no dislikes, 76 comments. I got so many people. Shimanuki commented on it that he likes it. I got so many people telling me all these good things and it's I just can't believe it. I I'm I'm I uh, deeply apologize if I sound like I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm I'm really not trying to. I'm just so grateful and so 
just so thankful for you guys checking out my show and liking it and enjoying it and wanting more of it. That that just makes me feel so happy that that um that could happen this way. Another really cool experience was having all these other kind of big names in the AQW community retweet my podcast. Like Ray said, really cool concept come to life and masterfully done by Lanky AQW. I think this could be a real successful podcast and certainly fills a void in the community. We didn't even know needed filling. Have a listen. That is so awesome that he took the time to do that. And then I have Thread. Thread also quote tweeted, said, yo, check this out if you enjoy AE games. Uh, Sky said the most majestic voice ever. I hate the sound of my own voice, <laughs> honestly. So thank you for that. Um, and then Artix. Artix himself said, wow, good voice. This is pretty cool. He quote tweeted it out. And more and more people checked out my uh, my show. And I cannot, I still can't believe it's, it's happening. Uh, and then I said, wow, everyone has been really supportive of this podcast. I've only, only released one episode. I want to give a huge thank you to Alina for taking or for talking to me and taking the time to share my video and making it possible to connect with you all. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Where do I begin? Like, I'm already 25, 20, 23 or 25 minutes into this episode. And the whole time, I've just been so excited and uh, just filling you guys in on this, on, on what happened this past week, because it's, it's definitely something to be proud about and definitely something to, to talk about. Now that we have all the thank yous out of the way, I sent out a tweet on May 3rd. What are some topics slash questions you have that you want me to discuss in episode two of AdventureCast? If you guys are cool with it, I will read and show the tweet and who submitted it. If you guys are okay with your tweet being in the video, reply to this tweet with your topics slash questions. And boy, oh boy, did you guys... Send in your questions. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Throughout the week, I wrote them down in my notepad on my phone uh, while I was at work when I had a few minutes. And um, I got some pretty good questions for you guys. I'm going to try to answer the ones that I can. There's some that I haven't been able to really sit down and think about because I don't want to just give you a lame answer that I just thought off the top of my head. I really want to think about it and give you uh, a true, well-thought-out answer. But... This question comes from Zuki, Zukai, sorry, at Zukai AE. He said, if you could wipe your memory of an in-game event so that you could experience it for the first time again, which would it be and why? That, to me, was a really good question because there's, I've been playing for over 10 years, so there's a lot um, of, you know, events and memories that I have with this game, but the one the one that I would say really sticks with me the most is probably the Mirror Realm release because I just think that the whole like Mirror Dragath and all that was really cool. Um, and the reason that that that, uh, that memory sticks with me and pops in my head is because that was the last release I played with my friend who introduced me to Adventure Quest Worlds in the first place. Um, so I this, basically the rundown of the story is I was on the school bus uh, in ninth grade and my friend told me about Adventure Quest Worlds and then that day I went home, created an account, and we played all night. And then from then on, the rest is history. I've been playing since then. Um, but he doesn't 
doesn't play anymore, he uh, got banned or something for for language or something. I don't I don't remember the exact reason, but it's been years and years and years and years and years since he has played. I haven't even talked to him since then. Actually, I lost contact with him, which sucks. I'd like to reconnect with him, but that is the reason um, that one pops into my head uh, because he introduced me to the game, and then the last release I played with him was. Um, that one. And ever since then, I've, I've been writing solo with this game. You know, I had, I had one friend, uh, who I grew up with, who I got into the game and he did play for some years, but you know, it's been, I don't even know how many years <laughs> since he logged out and never logged back in again. I still keep in contact with him, but he kind of, I guess he just found better things to do or got interested in something else I should say. Um, but I think, you know, I don't know that 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 is the one that sticks in my head the most and that that's why um it kind of holds holds sentimental value to me so Zukai, I hope that answer fulfilled your question next we have a question from I don't know how to pronounce this I'm gonna try my best you know you guys get really creative with these uh names uh I'm gonna try this here we go this one is from Vori I so butchered that, I think. I'm so confident that I did. But it's at Vori AE if you guys want to follow all these people on Twitter. Um, just hear what their ad is when I say it. He or they asked, uh, what year in AQW is the most memorable to you and why? Okay. This one is making me dig deep into my memory filing cabinets. What year is most memorable to me and why I think I'm gonna go way back to when I first started playing Adventure Quest Worlds because that year to me was just a good year in general with like speaking of like just life that was a good year um I was 15 (laughs) uh but it was a good year uh I got introduced to the game um I made a lot of friends in the game and in real life at school and stuff, you know, I, I've, I've always been a very introverted person, which is what you know, it's even hard for me to record these videos because I'm, I'm so introverted, but it helps to become extroverted and, and talk and stuff like that. That's why I think a lot more people should try this. And that's why I say it's therapeutic. It helps. It definitely helps. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it was just a good year in, in that way. And that was probably the best school year I've ever had. I had, so much fun that year um, on top of being introduced to Adventure Quest Worlds. But the reason that sticks out to me is because I played with my friend that I mentioned earlier and he taught me so much about the game and I had all these amazing experiences of like first releases and like all everything was just new to me, like a wave, a tidal wave just engulfing me in all this new information and new content on this game. And I was so invested into it, right? And I think back then, at least, the releases were better, in my opinion, um, than they are now. And I just had so much fun playing them. And and the reason I think I had so much fun playing them, because I was young. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any adult responsibilities, right? Like now, 10, 10, 11 years later, I have all these responsibilities, right, as an adult. So (laughs) back then, I was just it was just 24 7 aqw right it was like all this information that i could absorb and engulf my life into and get into this universe i don't have time for that now obviously but i think 
that year especially uh what was the most memorable for me because it kicked off to what is now happening right so you know i think that one that answer was kind of basically the same thing as the last one uh but i but i hope it um i hope it was a good answer and i hope it it helped you this next question comes from thrud at thrud 10 he said what classes do you like using and why Okay, so to be honest with you, I'm not a big class guy. I don't have many classes. I want to get more classes because they're cool <laughs> and they're useful. So, But I would say, what classes do I like using? Um, I like using Dark Side the most, which is funny because the Dark Lord class, it's now, it's Friday right now. So Dark Lord class has been released. Um which I'm going to get. Um, but Dark Side, to me, I love using that class because it is such, such a good class. It's so satisfying to use it. And I love it so much. And it, the reason I like using it is because it holds just memorable value to me. Because um, I got it when it was released and then everyone else who missed out on it didn't get it. So it felt very exclusive. Uh, and it felt cool to be included in that. And I think it it's one of the best looking class arts for sure. I love the way it feels. It doesn't feel too sloppy, too chunky, whatever. It, it just, it feels well balanced and it feels smooth. And I like it. I've been using it since it was released. And it's an amazing class. My other class that I like using is Underworld Chronomancer. That one is awesome from the 2020 uh, calendar shop. It's it's just a cool class. I've never that's my first Chronomancer class that I've had, um, and, you know, and from a calendar and everything like that. Um, I love that class. I I still I use that class probably the most. I still I still do use Darkside, but I use that class the most is Underworld Chronomancer because it hits so hard. My crits are so huge, especially when I'm farming for Legion tokens in the Legion Arena, dude. Oh my gosh, my crits are humongous like 200k crits and that might not be you guys might be like that is like a terrible crit i get like crazy high crits but for me that's awesome and i'm happy with it so that's why i like using that class and the class art looks so good dude oh looks so so good um i my third class that i probably would say i i really enjoy and that i use the most the three main ones okay here we go the three main ones that i use are underworld chronomancer dark side and blazebinder blazebinder for me is new um of course i was there when it was released i just i don't collect classes so i never got it and i just recently got it and i've been using it and i'm like wow why did i not get this before this is a great farming class it hits hard and it and it hits multiple targets and it can clear a room really fast and, and very efficiently speed up the process of farming. So I was like, why did I not get this before? I'm so mad at myself that I didn't. Um, but I have it now. So <laughs> I like that one uh, the most. So Thrud, I hope that that satisfied your question. This next question comes from King Atlan at Plutone underscore AE. They ask, could you touch on the topic of guilds, what the current system is like, what could be improved, how they compare to other games' guild systems, and what would you hope, or what you would hope to see in the future? Okay, so I'm going to refer you, uh, King Atlan, and all the listeners to a Google document that I will leave in the description of this video. It is about AQ Worlds 
and AQ Mobile. It is made by a fellow AQW player named Marcel. They went through and made a about like eight or nine chapter with a bunch of sub chapters, this Google document, breaking down everything that they think could be improved in the game. And they specifically talk about guilds and they show pictures of the code that they wrote for it and stuff like that. And it is so beautifully, masterfully done. Um, they talk about other things from other games that they'd like to see implemented into the guild system of Adventure Quest Worlds. Like simple things like customizing a guild banner and a, having a guild hall and stuff like that. It is so awesome. And, and they also talk about how you can how you can summon members of your guild and stuff like that. It is so masterfully done, man. I uh I can't just hype this up enough. They talk about like a creation panel, a roster, recruitment, and other features that they can add. There's a lot to go through in this whole entire Google document. So I'm going to refer you to this whole thing. And I feel like this, this Google document could answer a lot of questions for a lot of people. So King Atlan, if you have the time and all you listeners, if you have the time, definitely read through that because it might answer a lot of questions that you didn't even know you had. I have two more questions that are generally the same question. Uh, I'll read them both, but I will answer them as, as one. The first one comes from Hoff at Hoff. AKW. Hoff asks, if the game was rated differently like T, it would open so many possibilities and also drive in more players maybe. They should hire more people to knock out projects faster. We get so many delays, it's made people lose hope with the game. And he's talking about AQ uh, 3D. And then the other one comes from, I'm gonna try to pronounce this, Hero at Hero AE. They ask your opinion on age rating of the game possibly going to T for teen and how that could change things going forward, story, art, etc. Okay, so my opinion on raising the uh, age rating for the game, it's kind of split. I think that if AE were to raise the age level for the games to, like you said, let's just say teen, I don't know if you would gain so much from that. I don't think that raising it to T would really make a big impact on things. If you were to raise it, you know, to M, which they would never do. It, see, the reason I think that you would, nothing would, would gain from that is because AE has already cemented themselves in the gaming world as a family-friendly develop, game development company, right? So they're already known for that. So... They've already built this whole character arc and this whole story arc of their games and their company, right? And their values. So if you were to totally flip the script like that, that would be so out of character for AE that I do not think it would be received well. Their stories are good and they have lots of puns. They're fun. They're kind of slapstick and just funny, right? You, you don't necessarily take it too seriously, but you do take it seriously to a degree. Um, but, you know, there's always a good laugh here and there, right? So I think completely flipping the script and changing it, you wouldn't gain a whole lot from that. And I feel like a lot more people wouldn't really like that. They think they would, but then when it happens, they'd be like, oh, I don't really like that. It's just hard, especially for a Flash game like this to... See, necessarily, like with teen games... And rated M games, yeah, they're they're violent and they have language and all that. And I don't, and also I don't think that you gain much 
from from language either right like from say okay let's say like curse words i I don't there's so many other better words for you to use rather than resorting to that i feel like that's just lazy i mostly more focus on end games that have like a good story like take red dead redemption 2 for example that's a very mature story it's a very very uh heavy hitting story and they do it right and they use language here and there but they don't just bombard you just with f-bombs and all that so because you wouldn't they understand that you you don't gain anything from that it's more about the story so i think it would be very very hard to do that with adventure quest worlds and the ae games i just don't think that they are in that position now it would be different if they had already started in that position that's what people expect from them are these crazy insane stories that are so heavy hitting right and they don't have puns they you know they're not comedy right like it's they they're they're just too far down the road of family friendly that i don't think they can turn back and change it up and nor do i think they would want to because that's not why artix created the game he created a game for everyone to play that's family friendly and fun so i don't think that would ever happen but in the aq worlds and aq mobile um google document that i was talking about they actually the first thing they talk about is the game rating besides the introduction and i'm i'm going to read what they say because it's it's valid they talk about the game rating they say first of all i would like to point out the suggestion aq2d would be more liberating if it had the same game rating as aq3d since the game was made to be family friendly it's comprehensible how rules were written in order to keep it that way although i know that over 60 percent of our users or your users excuse me are between the ages of 13 and 24 according to your support page and to some of alina's twitter polls so see that's it makes sense why people would want it to be teen but would that really make a difference i'm, I'm speaking from someone that doesn't have any experience of aq3d and apparently aq3d is teen which i i didn't even know that because i just i don't play aq3d so excuse me for not knowing that but do, is it really that much different from aqw like do you notice that huge of a difference from uh, a rated e to rated teen so i'm kind of split i i do think they could make really heavy hitting stories that could that could just really hit you right in the feels and and be really really mature and and i i, I do think they could do that but do i think they will no and do i think they can or, or i should say do i think that it's able to be done yeah but i don't think it would be be received the way you think it would be but that's just me um and to answer the rest of Hoff's question about they should hire more people to knock out projects faster uh, so we because we get so many delays, it made people lose hope with the game. Now, here's what I think. And I talked a little bit about this in episode one, that I think it's better to take a little while longer on a release because you have more time to go back and rethink things and get better ideas and change things to make your release that much better, right? I also talked about how when I edit a video, okay, I'll spend hours and hours, sometimes weeks, editing a video because I want it to be absolutely perfect. And that's just me. I just can't help but I, I just want to make it perfect, right? And it, it sucks. Well, it sucks because it, it just takes forever. But I know that when I release it, it's going to be good because I spent so much time. And sometimes I'll just restart the whole thing and be like, I can do better than that and just make it better and I'll come out with a better video than what I had before. So I think that taking longer in between your releases will value the story more and will be more beneficial. People will 
really gravitate towards those rather than having weekly releases. But they do do a good job at it, so I can't really complain about that. They do do a good job, but of course, I think anyone with anything to do, that you can always do better. You can always strive to do better, and if they were to take longer, I think the releases would be better, but that would be up to them um, to do. And I, and, and I think they, they do take long to do some releases, right? They'll, they have, like, a story planned out. Like, the Darkon events, for example. Like, they, that those stories have been written for a long time and really planned out really well. That's why those releases were so good, right? And then in between that, they had releases to fill in the gaps. And then, boom, you have this really good release. So they do do that. But, you know, I see what he's saying about taking a long time. But th- hiring more people to, you know pump out releases faster i think you know that's that's hard to do man probably you know just hi oh let's hire a bunch of these people to do this like that's that's a lot you know they're a very small they're they're a very small indie company like they're pretty big for an indie company i'm, I'm sure but generally compared to a triple a game studio they're they're generally very small so you know hiring a bunch of people would be would be difficult, you know, and try to get them engaged with the story. And, you know, sometimes that always doesn't work out. And it's always better to wait for things than to to want them right away, you know? Like, when you get them right away, you'll be like, yeah, this is great. But then you're like, ah, well, I, it could have been better probably. So that's where it comes into play. You know, just sit back, relax, you know, let them, let them get the games. Because you're going to... I said this, you know, in the video and in the tweeting with Alina that I made the point of suffering... Uh, quality over for quantity right like you want to pump out a lot to have a good quantity and a consistent upload of releases and stuff like that but sometimes you can fall into the trap of having your quality not be so good and we talked about that that like it's she mentioned that it's like a never-ending battle you know to, to it's a quest to find the perfect formula to have consistency make your players or viewers happy and having high quality and I mentioned it's like I, I I said to her it's like an internal battle you just have like an internal monologue with your with yourself you know it, and it's difficult it's like your brain is a revolving door that never stops spinning and she made a lot of good points about you know the the release all these small releases have one really big release that took a while and then having those other small releases will give their developers time to sit back and just breathe and relax and collect their thoughts so they can make more better releases down the road. So I hope that that all made sense. Uh, I hope, you know, you understand where I'm coming from when I, when I say that. I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I try to compare it to making videos, right? And I, I try to understand it from that, that point of view of creating something. It might not be the same exact thing, but I understand the process of creating. So I really want, I really wish I could get to all these questions, but there are honestly some questions that, I really need to sit down and think about to give a, a really good answer and not just me rambling off the top of my head. So I'm not going to be able to get to all of them. I will touch on all of them in other episodes and stuff like that. But, you know, this is the first time doing like kind of a Q&A. So uh, the last question that I'm going to answer is from Cimarelli at Retro. Re- I <laughs> dude, gosh, you guys with these names, man, I don't know. Uh. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say Rachel yeah uh, yeah I'm gonna say Rachel okay so (laughs) Cimarelli asks uh invite guests like uh for example she said bad wife ae okay so I didn't know who who bad wife was and then I checked out her channel she makes great videos I would love 
absolutely love to have people on the program, on the show, to talk. Because we can all relate to things in the game. And, and I would also love to really have some other content creators for Adventure Quest Worlds, big or small. I don't care how big or small you are. I just want to be able to talk to someone that can relate to what I'm talking about. And it, it would be good dialogue to have and for people to listen. People would enjoy that, I'm, I'm sure. So, yes, I do want to have guests. And I do want to, I did reach out to Bad Wife. And uh, I, I do want to set something up with her. So, yes, interviews are going to be happening. So, if you guys want to, go, go in the comments and tweet me at Twitter, at AC Live Podcast. Um, or you can tweet me at Lanky, my other Twitter, for my other channel, whatnot. Um, and and tell me people that you wanna you wanna you want me to interview. You want me to have some guests. Like I said, I'm looking for a co-host. I would love to have a co-host. I think that'd be really cool. So do me that favor. Go into the comments. Let me know what's up. I posted also on Twitter. What do you guys think about me making a website for AdventureCast? It would consist of blog posts, summaries, show write-ups of each episode. I would also like to include a list of topics discussed and a list of guests that have been on the show. I think it would be a cool idea for listeners to be able to go back at go back and look at old episodes slash best moments and take a trip down memory lane. Think of it like a yearbook. You can just go back and see what each episode was about and funny moments and all that good stuff. So if you guys think me making a website for AdventureCast would be something that you'd be interested in, you know, visiting and checking out every once in a while, also let me know in the comments or tweet me. Um, and tell me if you think that's a great idea because I think it'd be kind of cool, man. We are like an almost an hour or uh, you know an hour in or something like that into this episode, and man, I'm just now getting to the design notes. There's uh, not a whole lot to talk about in the design notes except for today's release, but I will I will kind of skim through here and, and talk about uh, a few a few things. Okay, so the first thing that we have to talk about on the design notes is May 7th, which is today. Oh, and I cannot believe I forgot to say this, but this week was May 4th. So, may the 4th be with you. There you go. I got it out of the way. I did it. I did my due diligence. So here we go. May 7th, Alina posted on the design notes, Fifth Lord Sepulchre Challenge. Our May the 4th event continues this weekend. Fifth Lord Sepulchre is the most feared man in the galaxy and has conquered countless worlds for the Fifth Order. He will never stop until his master is satisfied. This weekend is the best chance to take him out. Log in and talk to Hammer Wateru. He needs your help to destroy the Fifth Lord or the Fifth Order's super weapon and ensure the Freedom Fighters victory. This weekend slash join Murder Moon to begin your adventure. That's funny. The Death Star is definitely like a big murder moon so <laughs> i like that name that sounds pretty intimidating battle tempest soldiers sabotage the murder moon take down fifth lord sepulcher come to the darker side for new rewards starting tonight you'll find new seasonal rare gear in the featured gear shop in your game menu and in the may 4th seasonal shop in slash zorba's palace new seasonal items for this year include nanotech v2 armor set gurgle pet Techno Light of Destiny Laser Axe. Wow, that was a mouthful. New event rare items for this year include Prismastic Dark Lord Armor Set, The Way of the J6 Armor Set, and Null Palipod Pet. So that's pretty cool. And another cool thing is there was a poll on Twitter that Alina posted of a new name for a new class, and the winner was Dark Lord. So new this year is the Dark Lord class. Talk to Hammer in slash Murder Moon to begin the battle to create a cargo holds worth of new space gear, including all the items in the Dark Lord 
class. Over the last couple of years, we've been bringing back previously rare class skills paired with new art so that all players can enjoy the gameplay. Previously, the Dark Side class debuted in 2012. Man, that was that long ago? My gosh. As Vader Darkseid's prize in Cicero's Can I Has mod reward giving extravaganza of craziness. And yeah, it was pretty crazy. May the 4th is the thematically perfect time for the class to return, and it will only be available by farming. The blue variant of the seasonal Darkseid 2.0 class will be available for all players to farm. A diabolically evil red armor set variant will be locked to higher level heroes. No OG Darkseid class required. That's good. There's also a little side note here that says, OG Dark Side class owners, you'll keep your original exclusive class just as is, with the same art, battle pet, and skills as you've come to know and love. And if you check out the Dark Side Orbs quest in slash Curio, you'll find a permanent zero AC version of the Hate Wolf battle pet, plus a free version of the class have been added as a, cla as a quest reward. No way. That is so cool. You can battle through our seasonal May the 4th maps now. Log in now as our out-of-this-world lore wars gear and seasonal adventures return. Check out the all-new rare Way of the J6 armor set in your game menu. Plus, find all of our May 4th event items in the shop in the slash Zorba's Palace map. You look like a Jedi with the Way of the J6 armor and it looks beautiful. Leaving soon. Mark your calendars. Don't miss out on your favorite limited time events, stories, and gear. May 14th, Devourer of God's Rare Set and Executioner of God's Rare Set. May 30th, May Seasonal Set and the May the 4th Seasonal Events Rare Shop and Seasonal Gear. If you guys are looking for a new upgrade package you can become a galactic general upgrade to unlock our new exclusive armor sets when the fifth lords clash with nandroids general nowhere in the galaxy is safe unless you use the power of the fourth to save the day get the galactic general upgrade bonus pack so if you guys want to get that it looks really really cool choose the galactic general to unlock all four armor sets plus new house with armor and character customization room those armors include the nandroid general armor set dark lord of the fifth armor set fourth count armor set galactic warrior monk armor set galactic space shield cape with a quest that's cool for the chrysalis space station house with character customization and armor customization room and a character badge um for your character page. Alrighty, that has been episode two of AdventureCast. Follow me on Twitter at AC Live Podcast. I'm currently in the process of making a Discord server for this podcast for all of you guys to join and, and chat and hang out with me and all the other listeners. I am also trying to add this podcast to other podcast hosting services such as Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff, Anchor, you know, Podcast Addict, any, anything you can really think of. I'm trying to trying to get it out there other than YouTube. But for now, just bear with me as it's only going to be on YouTube. And I will always upload it to YouTube, including those other uh, hosting services because I have video also. So um, it's always also going to be on YouTube. So until I get all that sorted out, it is exclusively uh, to YouTube. I hope you all enjoyed this exciting episode of AdventureCast. I had so much fun, man, over the past week. I could, I literally could not wait to uh, record this episode because I just I wanted to thank you guys so much for for what you've done for this podcast making it what it is right now and it's only the second episode in that is that doesn't happen 
That is insane, and I can't thank you guys enough. If you guys want to, for the next episode, if you have any questions or topics that you want me to discuss, I will do my best to do that. So tweet me those, leave comments on this video of things you want me to discuss, and if there's anything, because I'm, I'm still new to this, if there's anything you think I can improve, let me know. I love constructive criticism. Don't worry. You're not going to make me mad. You're not going to offend me. If this episode sucked, tell me. Tell me, hey, this episode was terrible. Never again do this. Just let me know. I, I need to know these things. I need to know how you, I need to know your feedback. I need to go. I need to know how you guys uh, feel about it. So if you guys could please let me know in the comments if there's anything I can prove because I want to make this the best podcast for the AE AQW community. So until next time, I'm your host, Lanky. This has been AdventureCast. And I will see you next week for episode three. Peace.